new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about why John Cena is one of the greatest actors of the modern era, the assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? can't say I've ever seen a movie with John Cena yet. I know he's in one of the Fast and the Furious. I haven't caught it yet, but uh, maybe he's good. Maybe it gives the whole cast some attitude adjustments. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really seen any. No, I just I I finished watching Peacemaker uh, a couple days ago. His show on HBO with uh, it's it's like the spinoff of the of the Suicide Squad movie that came out this past summer, and it is it is a it's incredible. Honestly, like I I it's one of those shows like it's great for laughs. Um, tons of laughs. He's a great character, and it has great. Uh, you know, villains and allies and all that. Anyways, it, I just thought it was really, really funny. A very, very good show. But we're not here uh, to talk about uh, Peacemaker, though, I would. you know, if somebody wants to pay me to talk about Peacemaker for an hour, I will certainly do that. Uh, we are here to talk NHL. This is the first slate after the All-Star break. So things are getting a little bit back to normal. We're back in our normal time slots. Uh, unfortunately, contests are back to their normal levels as well. We can only do what we we can only work with what we have uh before we get too much further if you guys could uh people in chat uh be very kind to us and click that like button uh the likes really help us out click the subscribe button uh those subscriptions especially help us out they help grow this channel the road to 420,000 subscribers marches on and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep these shows coming on a regular basis hopefully uh, we are brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo has been our sponsor this entire season, and they've been very good to us. And if you're uh, new uh, to uh, DFS or you're new to NHL or you haven't just haven't played on Yahoo before, we have a special giveaway with Yahoo Fantasy. We'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Um, all right, let's talk about last night. Last night was the last big night um, of the All-Star break. Uh, I main cashed. I will take a main cash uh, any day of the week. I went single entry and main cashed. Uh, a couple subscribers had real good nights. Uh, Buck uh, jump dropped in the chat. Uh, he took down the FD monster last night. A uh, real great night from him. And of course, it wouldn't be uh, yeah an awesome old fantasy Yahoo fantasy show uh, without mentioning Wolf Girl. It seems like she's taking down winner take alls. Uh, basically every other day she went 10 X last night, took down a couple winner take alls. Uh, she had a great night as well. Um, yeah, some good nights for some subscribers. I had a decent night last night. How'd you do Josh? I made a horrific swap, but that, you know, it, 
the Kings didn't really do anything. So, I mean, I probably would have been cashed. I swapped out Nick Suzuki late on the live before lock, and that really hurt because it got me from Montembeau to Vassy. Vasilevsky, so it was like a 50-point swing, <laughs> which is massive. But, you know, Kopitar didn't do anything. So, you know, didn't sting as bad later in the night. It let me, you know, calm down and make some golf lineups, which are horrific right now. So, you know, great 24 hours for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, not not the best uh, swap to make. But, though, you know, that, that stuff happens. It's a long, long yeah. season. There are swaps you're going to make uh, that don't work out. There are swaps that you're going to make that do work out. Uh, you always remember the ones that really hurt. Um, it seems like whenever, I, I don't know about you, but whenever I make a swap and it works out, um, I'm always like, oh, well, I, I, I knew it was going to work out. That's why I made that swap. And then, you know, if I make a swap and it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, I'm just on the wrong side of variance. Um, but, you know, those things happen uh, all season long. It's nothing to get too hung up about as long as you're not doing it every single night uh, in the wrong direction. Probably not uh, something to be too worried over if it's just a one-night thing. Uh, we have free premium tools and data up on the site uh, for everybody to check out. You don't have to be an Osmo subscriber. Uh, our NBA player rankings are free for today, and our NHL player rankings are free for today. So whether it's NBA or NHL, that's tickling your fancy for tonight. Uh, both player rankings up for free up on the site. Just check out Osmo.com. Also, I believe Jeff Botts, uh, the fourth man here at uh, on the hockey side of things at Osmo, has a Power Plays article up on the site, uh, free to read uh, for anybody uh, to check out. You don't have to be a subscriber to Osmo to read um, a lot of the articles that are posted to the site, actually. Um, he talks about Florida, the Florida Panthers and Artemi Panarin. Uh, those are some spots that we're going to be talking about a lot uh, in this show. Um we have a giveaway through our podcast. Head on over to the Osmo podcast channel. Just leave us a five-star review with your Twitter handle or your Osmo username, and you'll be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, that is several hundred dollars worth of value just for leaving a five-star review with your Twitter handle or Osmo username. Uh, finally, we have a new NBA prop show. Uh, it's called Locks Before Lock. Uh, uh, we added it uh Every day, um, I believe Monday through Saturday, where we're doing uh, NBA shows, uh, it'll be on 30 minutes before uh, the deeper dive. So if you want to get uh, some bets or some props in, uh, in addition to your DFS, uh, just tune in 30 minutes earlier uh, every day and locks before locks will help you out. All right, Josh, we got a pretty big game for the very first one we got to talk about. Um, <laughs> this one, 3.3 total for the Minnesota Wild. A three point or a 3.0 total, sorry, for the Minnesota Wild, a 3.6 total for the Toronto Maple Leafs, a six and a half total with a three total on the road. Uh, they're expecting some goals here. The a uh, couple big pieces of news. One, Matt Zuccarello expected to be back on the top line for Minnesota. Remember, he was a game time scratch uh, for their last game. He'll be back and on the top line. Um, the rest of the lines. Uh, the second line, at least, looks to be fine. Uh, Jordan Greenway, also injured, not going to be playing off the third line. Brandon Duhame is going to take his spot. Uh, for Toronto, Andre Kasha, mercifully, the Alex Kerfoot experiment on that Toronto second line is over. I don't know what took so long, but we finally got there. We got Andre Kasha on the second line with John Tavares and William Nylander. Um, given the totals we have here, there's probably a lot to like on both sides. Josh, what do you like here? 
Yeah, so, you know, Zuccarello back is good for the while, but they're still not great on the road. Like, Minnesota 1's numbers, home road splits are pretty pretty stark. And on top of that, like, the Minnesota top line has kind of fallen off in the past month or so. And you look at this Toronto 1 ownership, it reminds me of McDavid from last night, almost no ownership. In a spot that's perceived not great, but it, if you dig into it, it's a pretty good spot. And anytime you can get low on Matthews, like you can get low on McDavid, I think this is a really, really good spot in GPPs. I mean, Matthews would be my first person I put it in, in cash, but I'm not, I don't play, I haven't played cash in a while, but if I was, it would probably be, he'd be the first click. That being said, I think, you know, Toronto One makes a very good GPP play tonight. Yeah, Marner's 8,100, and that's overpriced for Marner. Like, Marner should be mid-sixes for what he does. And that's my biggest beef with him. That and, you know, his contract, but good on his agents for coercing Kyle Dubas and his SpongeBob socks into signing that deal. So, you know, I, I'm in on Toronto one tonight. Like, they're going to get that Hartman-Zuccarello-Kaprizov matchup. And, you know, like I said, their numbers have fallen off recently. Their road numbers are way worse. They... Uh, I, on the road, they like produce 1.1 expected goals less than they do per, at home. So I think this is a very advantageous matchup for Toronto 1. You want to go to your new toys with Toronto 2? I think that's fine as well. Um, it's a tougher matchup whether they get Goudreau, Fiala, Boldy, or Felino, Eriksnek, Duhame, or whatever it is because um, Greenway's out. You know, with Greenway out, like Eriksnek, Felino, still a good still a good defensive pair. I mean, that line still has pretty good defensive numbers. It's not the elite checking line that it is with Greenway there, but it's still, that line is in a tougher matchup compared to the top line. So I think for Toronto, I go to the top line here. Um, on the on the wild side, like you see the Minnesota top line ownership under 1% right now. And that's probably the only reason I would play them in GPPs. If you're MMEing, I think, you know, you're 20 max and you play one or two of 20, you're way over the field. Yeah, the road numbers are still aren't great, but, you know, Kaprizov, Zuccarello on the top power play. Leafs still have some blue line issues, some goalie issues. So, like, I'm not saying go all in on them, but if you're 20 max and 150, getting, you know, 5 to 10%, you're going to get way over the field. And in GPPs, I think, you know, that's a decent strategy. Now, with, with Kasha on the second line, their numbers cannot be worse than they were with Kerfoot. So, I guess, like, mum's the word on Fiala, Gaudreau, Boley. Like, I like them, but I'd save them for a little bit better matchup. And, you know, you want a one-off Joe Eric's neck, that's fine. But really, like, despite it being a six-and-a-half over-under in this game, like, I, I'm way more on the Toronto side. Yeah, I want to bring up the Minnesota top line because you and I have been talking about um, how their numbers, you, you mentioned it as soon as you started talking, how their defensive numbers really haven't been all that great, especially of late. Um, I looked at their numbers just for the month of February, and they're a 50% line. 2.4 expected goals for, 2.4 expected goals against for 60 minutes. And I looked at their schedule. Win, Winnipeg twice, Chicago, Ottawa, Edmonton, Detroit. Like these, that, that's not a murderer's row of teams here. You know, there's a couple tough games in there, but by and large, they didn't have difficult games. They haven't had difficult games this month. And 
they're not really playing that well. And that's, again, that's what really makes me like that Toronto top line here. The Toronto top line has just been one of the best offensive lines in hockey pretty much the entire season. So, um, Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I know Mariners overpriced. Um I'm going to talk about stacking that in a second once I start finish start finish talking about Toronto too. Toronto too coming in with reasonably high ownership. And the reason for that is because of the price, right? Um, Andre Kasha on that second line is not expensive. Um, William Nylander on that line, also not very expensive. Uh, John Tavares is, um, he's 7K. I think that's fine if you're power play stacking. And that's what I want to talk about here uh, is power play stacking. Um, the Toronto penalty kill has generally been excellent this year. Uh, and the Minnesota penalty kill, like it's been good, but not elite. Um, and they tend to take a lot of penalties. So if you don't want to pay 8,100 for Marner, I think you can drop down and like double center Matthews Tavares or go Matthews plus Nylander or, you know, add in Morgan Riley, something like that. Like if you don't want to pay 8,100 for, um, for Mitch Marner, I think there are different ways to get there, especially with this being a somewhat advantageous power play matchup, especially when you consider all the shorthanded time uh, that Minnesota spends uh, in the penalty box. Uh, another thing that's bothering me about Minnesota is they're really starting to spread out the ice time. Um, the third line uh, is playing, or sorry, the top line is playing a little bit less, like 18 to 19 minutes, but those minutes aren't necessarily just going to the second line, like they're spreading it out. So it's like, you know, their first lines at like 18, their second lines at like 16 and their third lines at like 15. Like it's really spreading out um, the ice time. And I don't think like that doesn't make for a really great fantasy spot. I don't think certainly not one where I'd want to go and pay 8,200 for Kirill Kaprizov. Um, I get that they're coming in with incredibly low ownership in a three total. Um, so if you're 150 max and yeah, go ahead and get your five Minnesota one lineups in or something like that. Um, I think that's fine. But uh, as far as, you know, heavy stacking a main stack tonight, uh, it's Toronto one or Toronto power play, something like that. Um, don't mind Minnesota two on the other side. Um, I think Toronto second and third lines can probably still give it up defensively. Um, Kasha probably makes it a little bit better, but I, I think Minnesota two 
um, is fine more as like a filler type stack, even though Boldy and Fiala are starting, or Boldy especially starting to be a little bit expensive. Uh, on the blue line, uh, Justin Hall is out again uh, for Toronto. Ilya Lubushkin on the second pair. Uh, he's a favorite of mine, but I think I'd still pr- probably rather play Rasmus Sandin at 2,500. On the Minnesota side, Jonas Brodin, he typically doesn't have great peripherals, but they're not that bad this year uh, considering what he typically does. Like he's actually at like 1.8 shots plus blocks uh, per game. So I think that's fine for 4K. Um, obviously Spurgeon, if you want to correlate on the power play, something like that. Any other defensemen stick out? Oh, really? I mean, outside of correlating, you know, the Leafs, all their guys are min-priced except for Brody, who's 2,800. So I don't know if you need to go out of your way to, you know, force in a Leafs blue liner tonight. There's plenty of other cheap options that I like better. But, you know, if if I push comes to show, I had to be Sandine. Yeah, I don't mind Sandine either. All right, let's get to this next game. Columbus, 2.6 implied goal total going into Florida. The Florida Panthers have a 4.4 implied goal total. I think that's the highest we've seen on the season. It's pretty close, if not. I know, I th- I know we've had some 4.3s. I think 4.4. Um, is the highest Zach Wierenski out for Columbus. Um, you and I were, well, you were saying in chat, sorry, um, that, you know, Wierenski out is a significant hit to the defense, right? There are only a couple real good puck movers on that blue line. And he's one of them. Um, you know, it probably means more minutes for Adam Bockvis power play and all that, but I think it just weakens the team offensively a fair bit. Um, you know, considering who they don't have to move the puck, uh, but it's still a 2.6 total. There's not a lot of super expensive players on the Columbus side. Um, probably going to be a lot of interest on the Florida side. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, Vorchek didn't skate this morning either, so the lines could be up in the air, I think, which is another issue. But that being said, I don't have much is- or interest in the Blue Jackets tonight. Like Without Wierenski, they're relying on Bachwist to move the puck, and I doubt they're going to give him Wierenski minutes tonight. Since Florida is a very, very high shot volume team, I would imagine Gavrikov and Peak are going to see big minutes trying to, you know, just lay in front of Barube and, you know, take some lumps, take some rubber, and, you know, block some shots. So I don't know. If you, I mean, I, I heard some people talking about how they're interested in Columbus one tonight. I mean, if you want to play them in MME, I think that's fine. One to three, I probably won't get there. You know, they're similar to, like, Winnipeg 1, if you have, like, the flow chart. If this is a bad matchup, you play. Like, I don't know. Like, Line A seems to he's, – he's found his offensive touch, but his defensive numbers are just atrocious, and they're going to get Barkov or Hagee, which is a very good two-way pair. So, like, I just don't have much interest in the Columbus top line. That second line has ridiculously good numbers. That third line's not a layup. So, like, there just isn't anything on Columbus that want a full stack. If you want a one-off line A because you think he continues his point streak, then then sure. But for 6,200, I'd, I'd rather, you know, not. <laughs> I, like, there's other players in that price range that I'd rather play. Like, I'd rather spend $1,100 less to play Anthony Duclair than Patrick Line A tonight. Like, it's just what it is for me. So. I'm if you want to get to some Columbus one or Columbus two and MME, you know, as uh, a filler and you have a little bit, that's fine. But in one to three, I'm out on Columbus on the Florida side. 
Uh, I like pretty much anything on the top three lines here. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Maxime Mammon. He just is a guy who just takes up space. He only plays like 13 minutes. But like, there's a good blowout potential here. So chances are, you know, the first, second, and the third line see some fairly even minutes. I doubt you'll see like Barkov getting like 22 minutes tonight. So with that being the case, I'd rather go to a line with, you know, power play correlation. And, you know, I'd rather go to that second line here tonight. Huberto declare Bennett. I know Bennett isn't on the top power play, but he's, you know, last game he came back, he was 5K, had a goal, six shots on goal. So he's shooting the puck at even. So, you know, he's only up to 5,200 tonight. Declare's 5,100. Huberto 7,200 is fine price for him. Like, there's no reason, like, Someone asked me the question today, would you rather play Marner or Huberdeau? And it's an easy answer, Huberdeau. Like, if if Marner was under 7K, then then it would be a discussion. But, you know, I'd much rather play Huberdeau. They're not saying, like, they're the same player, but they have similar styles. Like, they're kind of, like, assist first before goals. So, 4-2 for me, you want to go down to 4-3. to three, I think Reinhardt's a good one-off. You want to, you know, two-man him with Lundell. I don't think you need a full stack. Mason Marchman at 4,500 is a bit pricey. So, I'm fine with a Reinhardt one-off. You want to add in Reinhardt with a power play stack. I think that's fine. So four to two, four to three, four to one, like they're all in play for me. Four to two is my favorite out on Columbus. Yeah. I Listen, like I really do like four to three as a line. I really, they're a good line. And don't get me wrong. For me, it's just that they're running incredibly hot, right? Like I was looking at, at Mason Merchman's numbers actually right before we came on the air. Um, the team's shooting 18% with him on the ice and he's skating like 13, 14 minutes a (laughs) night. He's over a point per game player skating 13 minutes a night. Like that's like, it it is sustainable. Yeah. How hot they're running. That's my only concern is like, they're going to hit a cold spell and it's going to be a brutal one eventually. Like this team's high scoring enough that it won't be as bad as maybe some other spots, but they are going to hit a decline. So you know, when does it happen? Is it going to happen in a game where they have a 4.4 total and they could end up playing 15, 16 minutes because they're not playing Barkov all those minutes? I don't know. That's what worries me here. Um, I will say I'm in on, I'm mostly in on Florida power play stacking here. Like, I think there's two ways that I'm going to handle this game. It's either play Florida three or play a Florida power play stack. Like I'm not stacking the top line with Max Mammon. And I, I get stacking the second line, um, it's just I want to get uh, Alexander Barkov in because, like this this Columbus penalty kill hasn't really been that great. I mean, middle of the league, I guess is fine, but near top ten by time shorthanded. And this Florida power play at times this year has been you know amongst the two or three best in the league. So, you know, if I it, I think this is a case where like Toronto, you can double center stack. You can put Bennett and Barkov in your tournament lineups and then throw in Huberto or something like that. Or just go Barkov, Huberto, and Ekblad, or Barkov, Huberto, Duclair, or you know something like that. That's about where I am uh, with Florida. On the Columbus side, I want to play Columbus here. I really, really do. I think, if anything, I would probably drop down to the second line. And the reason is this. The Florida second line, for as good as they are offensively, and they are, they are dynamic offensively. They give up a lot defensively. Um, at the other end, their last hundred minutes have them at 3.6 expected goals against per 60 minutes. That is just crazy high. 
Now, their expected goals for is actually much higher than that, which is what, what makes them such a good offensive line. Um, but they are uh, not that great defensively. And I think, you know, at least like a one-off Oliver Bjorkstrand in some tournament lineups here makes a lot of sense tonight. Um, you know, adding Cole Sillinger if you need a center or something like that. I think that Columbus second line would probably be my target uh, over the club, over the Columbus top line. But I do like Florida third line. I don't mind them, but it's Florida power play stacking that I really like in that game. Um, on the blue line, like Mackenzie Wegar is still very reasonably priced. Um, you know, the Forsling good ass duo on the second pair is still very reasonable. But it's Adam Bockvist, obviously, uh, over on Columbus that we should mention. Like Gavrikov and Peak are probably going to play a lot of minutes. And those guys are definitely shot block bonus threats. Um, I think Adam Bockfist, he, I think he's a very underrated puck mover. He's not Zach Wierenski, but he's good and he's cheap. Um, what do you like for defensemen here? Yeah, I like Bockfist. Man, that Seth Jones trade is just brutal for the Hawks, but that's that's for another time. Yeah, I like Bockfist tonight. If you're not punting, if you don't need shot blocks with Gavrikov and Peak, you want you want some offense for cheap, I think Bockfist is your guy. On uh, Florida, if you can get up to Ekblad, I think he's an excellent play tonight. If you can't, Uyghur is fine. You want to punt Gustav Forsling or the good ass or even Montour are in play for me. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, um, I see Chris Galch in chat saying, never playing chicken in Arizona in a 10 p.m. lock ever again. Fewer minutes than Strawman and Gosses Bear. I'll just say everybody always regrets playing Arizona. Um, you'll re- <laughs> We regret playing Arizona almost every time we play Arizona. Except for Josh Anderson. That dude is a masochist. And he will go back and go back and go back and go back. And he'll be like, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. I'll be 3,900 years old before they, they're optimal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's one with them. And, and that's yeah, the problem. He, is that he, yeah. he gets away with it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for 29 95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, top stacks, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on to these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base packages. However, it is a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal. For those looking to multi-enter contests, so stop guessing and start winning, join Osmo Plus today. All right. Um, your boys, 
are back on the slate, Josh. We have the New York Rangers at home with a 3.1 implied goal total. The Washington Capitals are in town with a 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, Washington is getting TJ Oshie back, um, but he's going to be lining up on the third line. Uh, but he will be on the top power play unit, um, booting Tom Wilson to the second power play unit. Um, it looks like they're move, they move Connor Sheary, or left Connor Sheary, sorry, on the top line as well, uh, leaving Tom Wilson down on the second line with Nicholas Backstrom. Um, we're expecting Shesterkin against Samsonov, but I haven't seen uh, goalie confirmations just yet. Um, who do you got here, Josh? Yeah. I mean, is there a worse five on five matchup than these two teams? Like nope. it's just brutal. Just brutal. Yeah. Maybe throw on the stars, but like I was man, gonna I was about to say, yeah, yeah, give me give me a Ranger Stars game and then maybe we'll talk. Yeah, I mean if you if you wanna, you know, if you have insomnia, turn on this game, it'll put you right to sleep. But like I don't think I'm gonna full stack anything on either side. I think there's some interesting one offs in this game. Like, the Capitals have a good power play. The Rangers have a good power play. The Rangers' penalty kill has not been good. <laughs> their saving grace is their goalie. Like, Shesterkin's save percentage on the penalty kill is just ridiculous. So I think, you know, Ovechkin, he's coming in at 3% is a good one-off. TJ Oshie, 2,700 on the top power play. He's a good one-off. You want to pair them together, that's fine. Like, I don't know if I play Evgeny Kuznetsov. Like, yeah, he's down to 5,600. He just hasn't been doing much. But it does make some sense because they play five-on-five five together. So if you want to go, like, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, I think that's fine. Or, like, Ovechkin, Backstrom, or Backstrom, you know, Oshi, Ovechkin. But, like, I just – I don't – like, stack power play stacking against the Rangers over three even-strength lines, just, you know, not really my thing. So I'll probably just stick to one-offing an Ovechkin or one-offing an Oshi or – you know, Oshie has a pretty good five-on-five five matchup, too. Like, the Rangers' third line is just bad defensively. So, 2,700 top power play and a good, decent five-on-five five matchup. I think, you know, Oshie is probably the guy outside of Ovechkin. At low ownership, like, yeah, Matthews is coming in low, but, like, Ovechkin's coming in way lower. And that just makes me nervous. Like, stars at low ownership on medium-sized slates, they just have the potential to just absolutely just destroy a slate. That being said, like, it's Igor. He, if you look at any of the sports books, he is the heavy favorite for the Vesna for good reason. He has like a 940 save percentage off the penalty kill, which is insane. But listen, the Rangers penalty kill is not great. So I'm good with some one-offs on the capital side. On the Rangers side, it's similar, similar stuff. Like the problem is like the capitals are good defensively. Their penalty kill is pretty good. Their issue is goalie. It's it's like an opposite of the Rangers kind of deal. Like, the Rangers have the goalie. Like, if Igor is on the, the Capitals, like, forget about it. Like, no one would ever score against them. So, so I'm fine with, like, a Kreider one-off or Zabanajan Kreider. I think my favorite one-off on the Rangers would be Panarin, just because he's under 6K. Uh, he does his best work on the power play. You know, you want to pair him with Strom, that's fine. I'm not outright stacking the top line of the Lafreniere or the second line of Dryden Hunt. So I think you can go Strom, Panarin, or, or Kreider, Zabanajan, but Full stacking in this game, not my thing. Uh, I want to talk about the Rangers first because I oh think this is a reasonable power play spot for them. Like, you know, we've talked, you talked about, we talk about often how good uh, the Rangers penalty kill is. Um, the Rangers power play since Christmas, the top power play unit 
11.6 expected goals for per 60 minutes, which is like a good power plays at like eight. And they're, you know, they're at 11.6. Like they're honestly about 40% higher than what would be considered a good power play. They are scoring 18.3 goals per 60 minutes on the power play. And Washington's penalty kill honestly isn't that great. Um, Over the last six weeks, their expected goals against numbers on the PK uh, have them worse than the Chicago Blackhawks, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they're actually, yeah, their actual goals against in that span uh, worse than Vancouver, just ahead of Buffalo. Like this penalty kill has not been good and has not been good for a long time. Now they are getting healthy and maybe getting some of the healthy bodies back uh, will help in this regard. Uh, but you know, it just takes one game of the Rangers power play being the elite power play that has been most of the season for these guys to really go off. So, you know, I like Crowder here tonight. I like Zibanejad here tonight. Um, you know, the ownership is like, it's a little high, I think, uh, for this matchup coming in between nine and 10%, but it's not extreme. You know what I mean? Like if, if Chris Kreider comes in at 9% tonight on an eight game slate, I'm not going to lose my mind over that. That seems just perfectly reasonable to me. Um, so, you know, I don't think you have to put in Lafreniere. Uh, you can, because he's 2,500 he's super cheap and it'll lower the average cost of that line, but Kreider and Zibanejad. Uh, especially uh, throwing some uh, Adam Fox on the blue line if you want, uh, you know, making it a bigger power play stack by uh, adding uh, somebody like Artemi Panarin, I think makes sense. That's how I would attack the New York Rangers here tonight is I would probably focus uh, more on the power play guys than anything else on the Washington side. Like I kind of agree with you because it's the pricing that is just too cheap, especially TJ Oshie um, that DK algorithm. Uh, the injury algorithm has him coming in at $2,700 here today, which is just crazy for a guy um, that can be a 30-goal scorer uh, and is on the top power play unit for Washington. So, yeah, I do like him as a one-off. Um, the Washington top line, not really that great with Connor Sheary there. I'd rather Tom Wilson. Their numbers are better with Wilson than with Sheary. Uh, so that's another reason why um, I'm not super high on Washington. But, again, they're coming in with low ownership. So at the very least, uh, a one-off Alex Ovechkin um, has to be in consideration. I'd say even a one-off John Carlson. So let's talk about those defensemen. I think John Carlson uh, makes for a fine one-off here uh, tonight. If you're worried about, you know, Shesterkin keeping Washington to two or three goals, then, you know, I wouldn't go stacking Kuznetsov and Backstrom and all these guys. I would probably focus on one-offs, John Carlson being among them. Um, but honestly, I don't think this is a game where I'm going to be looking for defensemen outside of correlating some stacks. What do you think? Yeah, Carlson or Fox for me, if you want a one-off Truba, that's fine. But outside of that, like, I'm looking elsewhere, just the wasteland. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's get to this next game. New Jersey, 2.4 implied goal total going into Pittsburgh. The Penguins have a 4.0 implied goal total. Um, this is uh, – there's – Dougie Hamilton's first game back is this game. Um, he is expected to be back running the second power play unit. They're not going to have him on the top power play unit just yet. Um, but Dougie Hamilton expected to be back. Um, very reasonable, at least over on DraftKings at 5K. But this is uh, New Jersey's first game in nine days. Uh, you and I have talked a lot about the all, over the All-Star break about teams not necessarily looking great coming out of, out of uh, the long rest. And even though Tampa won, 
over Edmonton, they didn't really look that great. They only put up like 23 shots or something like that against the Oilers. It was, you know, the Oilers started Mike Smith, which come on. Um, but anyways, like the devil's having that long of a layoff, but they do get Dougie Hamilton back. I'm wondering they get uh Jesper Bratt back, which is also a big addition to that four group. I'm wondering how do you think this uh line matching breaks out? Because whoever gets the Cindy Sidney Crosby matchup is probably a line that I don't want to use, but whoever doesn't get that matchup might be a little bit of interest to me. What do you think here, Josh? I'm going back and forth this because it doesn't make like I was annoyed that they broke up Brat and Hughes. Yes. It doesn't really make sense because they have no. excellent numbers together. Yes. Like Zaka, Heesher, Brat, they have pretty good numbers together, but Hughes and Brat together were dynamite. I would imagine that Crosby gets Jack Hughes. Uh, it's just my guess. Like you're going to put your best center out against their best center. And that's definitely Jack Hughes. Um, that being said, like, yeah, like the Malcolm matchup is way better for the devils, but like, let's be honest, the pit one has been pretty leaky defensively themselves. That being said, like this is the first game in nine days for the devils. John Gillies in that. How do you not play pit one here? Um, they are the most expensive on, on DraftKings. And they're coming in with very good positive leverage for our top stacks tool as well. So, like, and they take a lot, of, and the Devils take a lot of penalties. So, like, it one's probably in the best spot of the night, which is crazy because the Florida Panthers have a 4.4 total. So, like, I'm very much in on pit one here. I'm out on pit two just because their ownership, like, like if you want to add Malkin in for a power play stack, that's fine. But like Heinen, Malkin, Carter, like I just, for 12% ownership and the top line coming in 14, I'd rather just, you know, the extra 2% to get to the, the top line. Like I'd rather just, it's not like a massive disparity. It's not like the top line's coming in 25%, second line's coming in at like 6%. And then you can get like, way lower ownership in a high total, high ownership game. So pit one for me, if Zaka, Heischer, Brat does get the Malkin matchup, I am interested in them because, they, first of all, they're very cheap and they have a decent sample together. Um, that being said, first game in nine days, not going to prioritize them in one to three, but I think they make for a very interesting filler in MME. Yeah, I – do have uh, a lot of interest in that New Jersey second line, Zaka Hishier Brad, because I agree with you. I think the Penguins are going to run out uh, Crosby um, against the Hughes line. That is just an uh, like it's just an earnest guess on our part. Like we don't have any data to go off um, with these two playing each other uh, this year because there's only been one game in Pittsburgh and Hughes was hurt earlier in the season, so. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. I agree with you. I think it's going to be Crosby against Hughes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, if you look at the history line, um, with Brad there, 60 shot attempts generated per 60 minutes, 34 scoring chances generated per 60 minutes, controlling 54% of the scoring chances. They're a pretty good line together. Um, I What's kind of drawing me there is the ownership, right? We're looking at 1% to 2% ownership on that New Jersey line, um, and that feels very uh, reasonable to me uh, on a slate this size. If you look at uh, their top stacks are coming in uh, 2%, 2% ownership, 1.1% top stacks. I think that's just fine as a filler. You don't have to use all three. Um, you can just, you know, do a two-man of Hitcher and Brad if you want to get some power play exposure. But, you know, Penguins do have a very good penalty kill. I I will say I'm, I'm three-maxing here tonight. I'm not playing New Jersey, like, flat out. I'm, I'm just not. If I was 20-maxing... At the very least, that second line would be in consideration for me. I'm not saying you have to play them, but you probably should consider them going into that uh, Malkin-Carter second line, considering how good they've generally been this year. But honestly, I'm not super high on that team in general. It's just been too long of a layoff. And this, you know, going into Crosby, that one line is out of play for me. Uh, The Penguins have a very good penalty kill. Um, Just not something, you know, Dougie Hamilton's on the second power play units. Like, it's just not something... I'm running out to play just yet. I think I'll wait for New Jersey to get their legs under them. Uh, somebody wants to uh, take the opposite side of that. Uh, you're more than welcome to play them tonight in DFS. Um, again, I'm not going to get there. My three maxes. I think you should probably get to 20 lineups before they're really considered. I love Pittsburgh one here tonight. Um, I'm absolutely going to have at least one lineup uh, with Pittsburgh one. Um, not sure how much more than that, but at least one out of my three will be Pittsburgh one. Pittsburgh two, Malkin and Carter do have, Good offensive numbers together this year, 3.3 expected goals per 60 minutes, but also 3.0 expected goals against, like they're giving it up at the other end. So, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, the line that we talked about earlier, the slate in Florida 2, where Florida 2 generates a lot, but they also give it up. Pittsburgh 2 is the exact same way. That's kind of why I like New Jersey 2. Uh, but it also makes that Pittsburgh second line a good matchup. Uh, on the blue line, um, again, Dougie Hamilton, 5K, like, I, I want to get your opinion on what to do here because he's he's probably a seven thousand to seventy five hundred dollar defenseman, assuming he's getting top power play minutes. But like with the power play matchup here, it wouldn't be that big of a difference for me anyway. What do you think about Dougie Hamilton at five K? What do we have to do with him here? I don't know. That, that's a that's a tricky question. Like if you want to play him, play him. I just you know this is his first game back in a while. This is the team's first game back in a while. He's not on the top power play, but it's not a huge deal. He's still on the top pair, probably get, you know, 20 minutes unless they're trying to ease him back and to give him like 17, 18. But maybe that's why he's priced down. That's probably not why he's priced down. The algorithm, they just blindfold and throw darts at a board. But I think at 5K, you can take that risk in GPPs. Yep. Uh, no complaints here. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play, 
That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you paid in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $5,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, Josh, let's get to our next game. Dallas, 2.5 implied goal total going into Nashville. The Preds have a 3.0 implied goal total. Uh, this is a back-to-back for Dallas. Uh, they went to overtime last night with Winnipeg. This is also the Pekka Rene jersey retirement ceremony for Nashville here tonight. That is going to start at 7 o'clock Eastern with, I believe, the game starting at 8 o'clock Eastern. Um you know, those guys are going to be standing around for a little while, but I don't have any data on Jersey retirement games. So uh, what do you think about this game, Josh? Because th- there's two top lines here that you and I have been playing all season long. Not necessarily our, our favorite game or spot for them, but we do have to consider them. I think it's a sneaky GPP spot. Dallas back to back on the road. They're flying from Winnipeg to Nashville. That's not a short flight. It's not a super long flight either. If my geography of Canada is correct, Winnipeg is north of Minnesota. So not a super long flight. That being said, like there, there are a lot of older players on Dallas. So maybe they might have some tired legs here. It's hard to, you know, really know for sure. But it does give me a little bit of interest in Nashville one here. I know they haven't been great as of late, but they are fully correlated. They keep getting cheaper. So I, I think in GPPs, Nashville one is in play for me. One to three, I'll consider them. I don't know if they'll make it. Um, but, you know, I do have interest in them tonight. Same on the Dallas side. Like, they're coming in under 1%, and they've been an unbelievable line. Like, they haven't been doing much the past three games. They've burned a lot of people. But I think, you know, anytime you can get a line like that, fully correlated against a very poor penalty kill, in Nashville, I think you have to get some in MME here. It doesn't take much to get over the field. Like if Nashville gives them four or five uh, power play opportunities and they score on two, you know, Dallas won right in the mix there. So I think in 20 to 150 max, I would definitely be over the field on Dallas one. I mean, on Nashville one, possibly in one to three. Um, You know, that second line, some older players there on Dallas – I think, you know, the second line of Nashville's not great, but don't mind a two-man of Cunning and Tomasino or Johansson and Cunning. Like, if you want to get a really cheap two-man if you're power play stacking, I think it's okay. So while, like, there probably isn't much I'm going to get to one to three, I think this has some very good MME options. Yeah, there is a lot of good options here. And the one thing I want to bring up is a little bit of the line matching. Um, what I noticed was, Nashville has been using the Colton Sissons, Tanner Janot, and Yakov training line. Not all the time as a shutdown line. They're still using their top line uh, in that role a fair bit, but they are using that third line in a shutdown role a fair bit. And they've been a good line so far this year. Like, not great, but, you know, 53% shot share. They're generating 12 high-danger scoring chances per 60 minutes to only nine against. They don't seem like that bad of a line to me and if they're going to get some shutdown minutes i assume they're going to get a little bit more ice time like 
Uh, I'm looking over Janozai's time of late, 15 and a half, 17, 19 in his last three games. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm not going out and slamming in uh, Nashville three as a stack here tonight, but I think one offing, you know, uh, even Jano, or if you need a center in Sissons, I think, you know, you can definitely get there. They might have uh, some more ice time in store for those guys. Nashville one has been, they've been fine, but they've been really running hot um, by shooting percentages. And that's the thing that worries me. I will say Philip Forsberg has been shooting a lot more. So I think, you know, if, if you don't want to full stack the line, I think Forsberg is fine. He's at three and a half shots per game over his last 10, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, my, the thing is, is that they play that line a ton. Michael Granlin's at like nearly 22 minutes a game over his last 10 games or something like that. It, it's just crazy how much ice time they play. Um, and it is the back-to-back uh, against Dallas. Like, I, I, I think Nashville 1 is fine. Uh, in, in your one to threes in your 20 maxes, uh, I think they definitely have to be at least considered. They are in consideration for me. I like, they're probably in that, uh, you know, Florida two bucket, um, where I have to decide, you know, which matchup and which ownership, uh, I want, I like better, which I want to go after more. So we'll see what happens there, but I do like Nashville one, maybe, you know, a, a one-off or some pieces from Nashville three, um, the Dallas second line or the Dallas top line, obviously very much in play. And with their ownership, like you don't need a lot to get there. Um, you know, 10 lineups and 150 max is just fine. So I do like Dallas one. Um, that's it for me from the Stars side on the Nashville side. Uh, I think the top line is fine, but I, you know, I think the third line kind of makes it as a nice filler here. So um, that's where I'm at on this game on the blue line. I think this is another game where uh, Miro Haskinen makes sense. You know, if the Dallas offense doesn't get going, he's a guy that can actually do it all by himself, relatively cheap, uh, you know, lots of power play time, hopefully on the second unit. Um, what do you like here for defensemen? I like Haskinen or Lindell. Lindell's 3400 now. His price keeps coming down. I think, you know, at that price, he's playable. On Nashville, it's, it's pretty much Yossi or Hasta La Vista. Yep, uh, I agree with that. All right, let's get to this next game. Uh, Cal- Calgary, 3.1 implied goal total going into Vancouver. The Vancouver Canucks have a 2.5 implied goal total. Listen, I've, st- I've stopped thinking that I'm smarter than Vegas a long, long time ago. I understand that they have way more data and way more information and are way smarter at aggregating than I'll ever be. I don't get this 3.1 total for Calgary. This is the number two scoring team in the league uh, over the last seven weeks. Um, and Vancouver is like mid-pack at best by every single defensive metric. I don't know. Maybe the, uh, Calgary's starting to run out of steam. Like they've won 10 in a row. Maybe there's some pressure building on them. Uh, you know, Vancouver has improved defensively since Bruce Boudreaux took over. They're not great, but have improved. So maybe there's something to it. But, you know, that top line and the second line have just been dynamite for weeks now. Uh, maybe they're just expecting some shooting percentage regression or something. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I, I'm not sure this is the game to re- to regress. Like Bo Horvat, Brock Besser are going to go out against Calgary one, and and they have a Horvat and Besser have an almost 300 minute sample together. They're giving up almost three expected goals per 60 in that sample. That's not a small sample. That's a large sample. And you're going to tell me they're going to stop Calgary one tonight? You think Jason Dickinson is going to you know improve those numbers? No. 
So like Calgary one coming in at 2%, a little bit under 2% projected right now. It's hard not to go back to them tonight. They're fully correlated. Vancouver, not a great penalty kill either. So it's one of these situations where I feel like I'm missing something. And I don't, I can't put my finger on it. And, and you like, know, you know what that usually leads to for me? Uh, a pain. bagel by the end of the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I'm in on Calgary one here. Like, they're in consideration in my one lineup here. They're coming in at 2%. Like, sure. You want to go to that second line? They're higher owned, which doesn't, which is fine because I, a lot of people like to use them as fillers because they've been excellent. I also like Tyler Toffoli as a one-off here just because he's on the top power play unit now instead of Monaghan. He's 3,700. Probably going to see – I don't know who he's going to see even strike, either Pedersen or Miller. But neither of them, like, at 5-on-5 scare me. Like, I think the Lucic-Monaghan-Toffoli line is a fine third line. Like, I, I think it's fine. Like, one-offing Toffoli at 3,700 top power play. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Perfectly fine. My favorite spot in this game is Calgary 1, though. On the Vancouver side, they're just no good matchups for this Vancouver team. I don't know if I'd full stack anything. Like, I don't even know, you know, if I want to play anything. Like, I don't know. There just isn't much there. Like, if they were cheaper, like, maybe. But they're, you know, you know Miller's 5,500. Horvat's almost 5K. He was, like, mid-threes not too long ago. Besser's over 5K. So, like, maybe an MME have a little bit of some of these guys. But, like, I, I just don't see how they get to 2.5 goals here. Yeah, and they're not even coming in with good leverage by our top yeah. stacks tool. They're all coming in over leverage. It's not like, you know, we're getting a huge ownership savings here. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, there's just nothing I like for stacking on the Vancouver side. Uh, I'm sure somebody else will stack them and we'll get there tonight, and I'll be proud of you if you do it. It's just by my numbers and by, by the way I'm making my lineups, uh, I'm just out on Vancouver. Uh, on the Calgary side, both top lines for me, um, love the Calgary top line. Like if you don't want to play uh, a super expensive pit one here tonight, like the Calgary top line is, is 2k cheaper on DraftKings, and that's not nothing. Um, you know, I think they, they're a perfect pivot to get away uh, from what might be a, a much higher owned and more expensive Pittsburgh one line here tonight. I also love Calgary too. Um, 72 percent of the scoring chances they're generating more. They're generating 45 scoring chances per 60 minutes. That's that's a borderline power play. Like, I don't, I'm with you, and I don't see a line that can stop them. So I'm fine with both top six lines. 
uh, here from Calgary on the blue line. Um, not really a whole lot that sticks out to me on other on either side. Rasmus Anderson, if you want to correlate with the power play, I guess Chris Tanev still under three K is just fine uh, for the Flames. Probably nobody from Vancouver. Um, what do you think, Josh? Yeah, if you want to correlate Hannafin or sorry Anderson, otherwise Hannafin and Shillington are okay. Tanev is probably the guy I'd go to under at twenty nine hundred. Travis Hamannick would probably be the only guy on Vancouver. I know he's like down on the third pair, but he has the perifs right now. So he's he'll, he'll box some shots tonight. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, let's hope he does. Uh, love Calgary uh, chat. Uh, love Calgary one and two, but I do wonder if that win streak is going to end soon. That's kind of what concerns me too, is like maybe there's a little bit of pressure getting to them or something like that. But uh Fingers crossed, Calgary, do your thing tonight. Please be the Flames. Don't be the Flams. Um, <laughs> here at Osmo, we love to celebrate our winners, and we do that through the Osmo Hall of Fame. And if you'd like to get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of any contest with at least 5,000 contestants, and then you tweak those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Now, um, Unfortunately, most of the screenshots that we get for NHL are sent in through our Discord or sent to us directly through Twitter. So you're going to see a lot of the NBA guys. Uh, Jordan Klein, especially our producer, finished third in the NBA uh, All-Star Game 10K mid-range jumper single entry. Congrats to you, Jordan. Uh, Timothy Beachler, we've seen him a lot, um, finishing third in the NASCAR Mini Max this past Sunday. Hockey Cards Plus uh, doing some work on NHL, uh, finishing second in the 1.2K from Sunday uh, a week ago, I believe. Um, CJ Beast taking down $7,000 uh, in golf, uh, last weekend's golf. And, of course, we finish with EMAC, uh, one of our colleagues here, EMAC 2024, uh, taking down a tie for first place in the Super Bowl baller. And, again, shout-out to Wolf Girl and Buck uh, on their wins in NHL uh, last night. If you'd like to get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, just tweet your wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Just make sure it's a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and you have the Osmo avatar as your avatar. All right, Josh, a uh, couple more games to get through. Let's get through this first one. Boston, 3.5 implied gold total. They're going into Seattle. The Kraken have a 2.4 implied gold total. Uh, Jared McCann and Yanni Gord, both not on the ice uh, for the Kraken at morning skate today. Um that's pretty bad for <laughs> Kraken because they have like four good forwards and two of them look like they may be out tonight. If you include Jaden Schwartz, who's been, who's missed like the last two months, like no McCann, no Gordon, no Schwartz would essentially take that top line out of the lineup for this team. And this is not a team with depth to lose the top line. Uh, Brad Marchand back for Boston. He's going to be on the top line with Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque. They're putting Hall, Halla, and Pasternak back together as their second line. All right, Josh. Um, I don't think we're playing any Kraken here tonight. Uh, what do you like in this game? Yeah, McCann's for sure out. They placed him on IR, I think. And Gord's a game-time decision. That being said, I'm out on the Kraken. Uh, I'm in on Boston 1. I'm in on Boston 2. I'm in on Boston power play stacks. I'm in on Boston, Boston. I just don't like these even-strength lines. Like, you want to put Jake DeBrusk up – like. Jake DeBrusque is mid-price, so if you want to play him with Boston 1, that definitely helps. They are just putting him up there because they want to trade him, and they hope he does some stuff tonight. He might, you know, 
not a very good defensive sound player, but that doesn't really matter tonight. He has some offensive upside, so I think you can full stack Boston one here. You want to leave him off and add in the Taylor Hall or just go old, old Boston one, I think that's fine. I think Boston two is fine. You can leave off Hall if you want. But I definitely want, you know, one of the top two lines here or a power play stack. Yeah, I agree with probably the top line. I think, like, here's the thing with Boston two, Hall, Hall, of Pasternak, is they weren't really great together. You know what I mean? Um, 55 shot attempts generated per 60 minutes, 25 scoring chances generated per 60 minutes. Like, that's basically average. Like, that's not really that great. Um, you know, it is Seattle. Seattle makes any team look good. Um, it's just I don't know if that Boston line is necessarily has the finishing uh, to really justify paying, uh, what is it, uh, $17,000 for them if you include Eric Hollow. Like, I'd rather, honestly, just go to the top line. Um, so Bergeron, Marsh, and DeBrusque, I think, is the best uh, matchup for them in this game. Like, if Yanni Gord plays, they're going to get some sort of Gord-Appleton shutdown line. They've just been awful all year long. So not really concerned about that. Uh, yeah, Boston one for me is what I like in that game. On the blue line, not really a whole lot sticking out. What do you think, Josh? Well, correlate McAvoy, that's fine. Other than that, I don't, you know, Jamie Alexiak, top pair min price, is going to be busy blocking shots maybe. But, you know, I'm contractually obligated to say that. Yeah, I mean, I think Giordano might be able to get there, but that predicates Seattle probably getting a couple goals, and I, you know, I don't really want to rely on that. Uh, coming up a little bit later, as I talked about earlier, uh, we have a bunch of NBA coming up. No House Advantage NBA Strategy Show is coming up at 4 p.m. Eastern with Aton and Terry, and the Locks Before Lock Odd Shopper NBA Prop Show uh, coming up with Eric and Savoka right before the NBA uh, double dose of the deeper dive and live before lock. So four more NBA shows coming up later today. Make sure you stick around for that. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to Yahoo. Thank you for being such a good sponsor to us. Be sure to check out uh, Yahoo's deal. If you're a first time DFS user uh, in uh, the description below. All right. Final game, New York Islanders, 2.9 goal total going into San Jose. The Sharks have a 2.6 implied goal total. Um, morning skate going on for the Islanders right now. They're saying Oliver Wallstrom is going to be back in the lineup and on the third line, taking Josh Bailey out. Looks like Josh Bailey is going to be straight healthy scratched here tonight. Uh, they're putting Wallstrom in his spot on the third line. The rest of the lines are going to stay the same. Um, third line of Pajot, Anders Lee, Oliver Wallstrom. That looks kind of interesting. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I agree. They, that it seems like a pretty good line and the Sharks depth is, is pretty bad. So I'm in on Islanders three. I'm in on Islanders two as well. If you want to play Nelson Bovillier, I think, you know, the Couture Dallin Dezingle matchup is pretty good for them too. Top line going into Hurdle Meyer is not great. They have been very high event. Like they've been producing a good amount. Like Bar you shared with me uh, the Barzell Palmieri uh, sample together. They've generated a ton and they give up a ton so like i'm in on sharks one um for sure i'm not alone they're very high owned tonight uh very negative leverage in their top stacks tool if you want to use them it's still fine just be aware of what you're doing so for me you know islanders three maybe a little bit islanders two i'm in on sharks one for sure um 
you want a one-off, you know, Jonathan Dahlin, uh, Min Price in the top six, pairing with Gator, I think that's an interesting option. But Sharks one is where I'm at in on the Sharks side. Yeah, um, Sharks one is the thing with Sharks one is I just it's an ownership thing for me. Um, coming in incredibly high own ownership, um, eighteen to nineteen percent on an eight game slate. The Islanders is it's not a great matchup. The Islanders are the l- lowest uh, shorthanded team by far in the NHL. Um, and they have a very good penalty kill. Uh, like I get Timo Meyer cash and all that. going to get a lot of ice time, very reasonable prices on the rest of the guys. I just think with the ownership in the matchup, like I don't want to play 19 or 20% San Jose top line. So in my one to threes, I'm probably going to stay out. I understand playing them. Um, it's just for me, it's just an ownership thing on the Islander side. As you mentioned, Brazil and Palmieri, very, very high pace. Um, you know, not going to work too much in their favor. Uh, you know, San Jose could run them over, but uh, on the flip side, they do generate a lot, 34 scoring chances, 73 shot attempts per 60 minutes. Um, I think they're, I think they're just fine to use here tonight. So I do like the Islanders top line. Uh, if you want to dig down to the Islanders third line and get a low owned Oliver Wallstrom, I think that's okay, but it's top line for the Islanders top line for the Sharks. Um, on the blue line, not really. I think the only guy I would, the only two guys I'm really considering are going cheap, like uh, Jacob Middleton, Scott Mayfield, those types of guys. What do you think? Yeah, I like Mayfield. Um, I like Middleton. He kind of look like, I hate like referencing game logs, but if you look at Brent Burns' game logs, he's very involved in Sharks' wins and not involved at all in Sharks' losses. So, like, if you're going to play Sharks, like pairing with Burns makes sense. They're either all going to be involved or they're not. You know what I mean? So I'm fine with Burns at 5,500. So, you know, but I do agree Middleton or Ferraro. Middleton min price is more interesting to me than Mario Ferraro. And then, you know, Mayfield and Pellick are fine. Yep. uh, I agree with that. All right. We got to get out of here. We kept uh, Tyler a little bit longer than we normally do. Uh, Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for today, Andrew Mangiapane. Uh, my goalies, don't mind Shesterkin at home. Uh, Thatcher Demko as well. And I'll take Ilya Sorokin on the road for the Islanders' cheap price against that heavy Sharks ownership. Who do you like? Rowan Markstrom, um, Saros. Let's see. Let's find a spend down option here. I don't know if there is one. Yeah, I guess Sorokin would be the spend down option here. You know, the Sharks do have a 2.6 total. It's not like we were talking like the Sharks like had a 3.5. They have a 2.6, so I think Sorokin. And then my hat trick pick is going to be Jonathan Huberdeau. All right, there you go. Jonathan Huberdeau, Andrew Mangiapane, your two hat trick picks. We got to get out of here. Uh, don't forget, four NBA shows coming up starting in one hour. We will be back with the NHL show tomorrow afternoon. For producer Tyler, for Josh, the single entry assassin, I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.